0: This is a Federal News Network podcast.
1: The Defense Production Act is in effect as a means to combat coronavirus. That means some businesses are beholden to what the government wants. The economic downturn complicates life for those very companies, though. The Defense Department announced a new task force this week to keep production and supply chains going strong, especially in the medical area. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni joins me now with the latest. Scott, review for us what the Defense Production Act or DPA actually does. It's been in the news a lot lately.
0: It has. It's something that went into law back in the Korean War era, actually, and it allows the Defense Department to call on um, the the private industry to – Uh, fill contracts for goods and services that they need for national security in in emergency situations. It also allocates resources to, uh, you know, in the priority of national defense. So if there's a shortage of certain, um, you know, certain resources, they can make sure that that goes toward in this situation, the coronavirus uh, response. It also makes scarce goods more available to the government for emergencies and prohibits the hoarding and price gouging of certain products so what it really does is it makes sure that certain companies have to fill these orders that the the defense department wants them to fill even if they don't necessarily want to fill those uh, at the time they're legally required to do it which can at times be an issue for their bottom line and that's why the defense department is now starting to kind of add some incentives and make things a little bit easier for companies during this situation
1: and in this particular case unlike a shooting war situation it sounds like the DPA is mainly a conduit for DOD to funnel things into the civilian side, particularly health and human services.
0: That's right. So it's acting more as a prioritization for these other agencies, like you said. So at this point, the Undersecretary for Acquisition Sustainment, Ellen Lord, she has formed a joint acquisition task force, and it responds to the demands from the Department of Health and Human Services and uh, Homeland Security and other agencies. And and so they'll be making things like ventilators, like masks, uh, anything else that may be needed to make sure that they can respond to this virus.
1: And in reading Ms. Lord's memo creating this whole task force, there was kind of an undertone to it maybe i'm seeing things but that the the acquisition workforce the contracting officers need to pay attention i guess a lot of them maybe have never operated under the DPA before.
0: Yeah, it's something that has not really gone into effect many times in the past. And they're using it, like you said, now to to do medical supplies, which isn't necessarily the defense industry's forte. But one of the things that they really were concerned about and worried about and didn't really understand was who is considered an essential employee. So two weeks ago, Secretary Lord put out a memo explaining that the Homeland Security Department and the Defense Department are calling all of these industrial base employees Is essential and they need to come into work. And and if someone stops them in these, you know, stay at home orders, they can show their credentials and say, you know, this is where I am, this is where I work, and uh, please let me continue what I'm doing for the good of the country.
1: We're speaking with Federal News Network Scott Massioni. And so the companies mainly coming under this then are not the traditional defense contractors who are not the builders of ventilators and masks. I mean, DOD has its share of those because it's a big medical establishment. But basically, this is not what we think of as the defense contractors actually subject to DPA this time around?
0: In some cases, yes. You know, we don't really exactly know where these contracts are going at this point. Secretary Lord, during her press conference, said that they're still kind of figuring out the prioritization issue. But there have been other companies like Tesla, Elon Musk, and other people like that who said that they're going to start making these masks just in response to the issues that the coronavirus has started.
1: Yeah, I can imagine having a Tesla-made ventilator because uh, something could go wrong and it would become a hyperventilator. (laughs) And, Scott, DOD is also changing some of the policies – Regarding those business, what are those changes? What will businesses see there?
0: Right. Well, they're trying to make things a little bit easier for them. You know, they're trying to keep the supply chain strong, the production line strong, because this really is an economic downturn. It's hitting all the companies hard. They they you know may not stay in business. They might not be as cash fluid as they need to be. So one of the things they're doing is progress payments, and those are repayments on costs that have been incurred during a contract. So they upped those progress payments from eighty percent to ninety percent for large businesses and 90% to 95% for small businesses. They're also calling on Congress to do things like letting OTAs be a little less restricted so that they can add these contracts a little bit faster and help uh, companies you know, just really stay fluid, stay liquid, and uh, keep the cash flowing uh, so that they don't go under in this situation.
1: And also, I think in the stimulus package, there are funding for DOD, but there's also restrictions on cancellation of contracts for DOD and civilian agencies. What do we know about the two trillion dollar stimulus package? What's in there specifically for DOD? Right,
0: the largest one ever. Uh, this one holds only about ten point five billion dollars for the Defense Department. I say only considering uh, this; it's a tr- two trillion dollar bill. But uh, you know, the Defense Department itself already has a nearly seven hundred billion dollar budget in itself. So, two point four five billion dollars of this is is going toward defense industry to help keep them liquid. And a billion dollars will go into helping maintain and, and procure assets w- through the Defense Production Act. Uh, outside of that, another $1.4 billion is going to the working capital funds. These are kind of revolving funds that the Defense Department has. Uh, that's something that will kind of keep them a little more fluid as well so that they can kind of throw out cash to different things like the, the, the DOD labs, which are working 24-7 really on vaccines and antivirals. Outside of that, the uh, Defense Department will be gaining about probably about $4 billion for health care, and that will go to military members and dependents' retirees care. It will also go toward private sector care to fill in any gaps in places like Idaho where there may not be a military treatment facility. Another $1.6 billion will go toward just procuring the medical equipment and uh, physical protective equipment for medical personnel and and for disease response. Now, DOD is already in the process of transferring 5 million N95 masks to civilian agencies and hospitals. Other things that money is going to, like I said, the the, uh, vaccines and antivirals, uh, there's going to be $1.5 billion going to the National Guard. They already have nearly 12,000 National Guard members operating in all 50 states and three territories, including Washington, D.C. as well. And then, you know, there's also just going to be money, uh, about three quarters of a billion dollars, going to DOD operations. So that includes the deployment of the two hospital ships, the Comfort and the Mercy, on the East and West Coasts, and also just making more room in in DOD hospitals and uh, getting the operations working fluidly and streamlined. Uh, Finally, there's going to be about $3 million going to bolster IT equipment and to increase bandwidth. As you know, the Pentagon's under... uh, the HP Con Charlie, which is the second highest health risk assessment at this point. So most of the DOD workers that can work telework are doing that right now. So they need to make sure that that is uh, working well so that they can get their jobs done.
1: Federal News Network Scott Marcioni, thanks so much. Thank you. Check out Scott's and all of our coronavirus coverage, federalnewsnetwork.com. Stay up to date on your agency's latest responses to coronavirus. Visit our special resource page at federalnewsnetwork.com.
0: Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast1 to learn more and start your free trial.